Hi guys, welcome back to another podcast episode. Um, today, I wanted to follow the kind of theme and vibe of like the whole Black Lives Matter movement, but I kind of wanted to change it in a way that we just focus today on the colour representation in TV shows and films. Just certain ones that I watch that kind of just stuck out to me. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about it. This is just going to mainly be the Netflix ones, but do you know what? We kind of move. So, we're going to start off with Harry Potter. I love the books, I love the films, but J.K. Rowling is cancelled. If you don't know why, go on to her. Yeah. But before she was cancelled, she was already cancelled. And one thing that kind of just irked me about her was when her book, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, was put into theatre. When she decided to put it into theatre, she decided to have Hermione be played by a black woman and then spoiler alert Hermione's child sorry if you didn't know but that's your own Hermione's child be played by a black girl I'm not mad about that because I love a good colour representation it's just the fact that she only spoke up then and said that Hermione was a racially ambiguous character she was never white she was never described to be white but in all of the illustrations book covers illustrated books in the films everywhere she was white until 20 what year did the book come out i'm struggling to even remember until late 2010s it was announced that she was racially ambiguous and that she could be any ethnicity that she wanted and that that was the moment when she decided for hermione to be black why did she just not make Hermione black in the books why didn't she make her black in the films why didn't she make her black on the book covers because she had her chance but until our society became more sensitive and spoke up more about diversity that is when she decided hmm let me have Hermione be played by a black woman. Obviously, racists were annoyed. I'm just annoyed that she just decided then because you really had, you really didn't say Pim in the early 2000s when you were casting Hermione. You just said, oh, Emma really just spoke for the world, for the role. Like she really just grabbed it by her hands. Like, no. You just didn't want black people to succeed and that's the tea also if she was so vocal about having racially ambiguous characters and all of that 
why didn't she have more minorities in her films, like in the main cast or whatever? Why was the speaking time out of the whole 20 hours of the films for minorities only 10 minutes? 10 minutes of the whole 20 hours of the films, black people, not even black people because black people was a lower percentage, minorities were speaking. Deep that. Deep that. It's like you spend a whole day with somebody and for 10 minutes, no, not even a whole day, you spend a whole day like in a school or something and you only hear like out of all the black people there, you only hear them speak like out of 10 minutes and the rest of the day it's just white people speaking. Huh? I don't know. That analogy was sticky. It was. Ne- I didn't like it. But it's just like, huh? Like, out of a whole day, people minorities are only speaking for ten minutes. Are you sick? And you want to be speaking up like you're not, like you're not racist? Because if you weren't racist, then why didn't you? Why didn't you hire more? more minorities more black people why didn't you why didn't you if okay say she didn't because for all i know the minorities could be extras and more likely they are actually i'm lying the extras were probably still white but there were still minority extras but in the main cast you still could have had more minorities speaking because it was just side characters. Like, the only minorities that I can speak of are, like, characters are Kingsley, Padma and Pavati. Oh, my days. What was the guy from How I Met... Not How how I Got Away From... How to Get Away From Murder. I can't remember his character's name. Dean? Is it Dean? We're going to say Dean for now. Dean... And um, Cho Chang. That's not many names. And that was like the main names from the books. I don't even know. Like, I can't, I can barely remember any black characters. The only black characters I can remember is Prisoner of Azkaban. When there was a black boy talking about the Grimm. And the black guy, Kingsley, who was part of the ministry. I don't remember any black women. There was basically no... And, like, there was, it, the black characters were basically the side characters. It would be the friends of the friends or, like, Harry's teammate. Like, are you dumb? You You have, like, a whole big cast that you have like the opportunity to have diversity and you choose not to have it you choose to have more diversity and even then it's not even that much when it's a whole trend to talk about it like that's not okay diversity black people ethnic minorities are not a trend and that stinks like why are you doing that it's not cute 
So that's Harry Potter. Let me talk about skins. I love skins. But I have to kind of split down to its dynamic. So there's seven seasons. There's two, like every two seasons, they switch up the main cast group of characters because it's like based on a friendship group of six or seven people. In, I've only watched the first four seasons. So like the, the first two generations and like, I know a bit of the last season. Last season, let's just ignore that because there's there's gonna be no minorities, like the main group of cast. But in the first four seasons, in the whole six or seven groups, the first generation, you have six friends. Only two of them are minorities. One of them is a light skinned girl, and the other one is a guy, who is played by an Indian character, Dev Patel. In the next generation, keep in mind, in that generation also, you have one side character of the friends. Like, he's not even, like... He'll pop up if there's a party or if they're in sixth form, but he's not, like, a main friend character. And that's what's weird, because they didn't have that in the second generation. And this character was um, Posh Kenneth, who's played by Daniel Kluwa. And it's crazy because he ended up producing some episodes from that season. So at least you have representation there, like a whole producer. But still, that's not, that's not enough. Like you have a majority, like main white cast. Then like you also have other characters who are from the side. And they're white as well. And then the sixth woman, other characters are just white. Like, you don't have that representation. And it's set in Bristol and you can be like, oh, well, it's not as diverse as other places like London and whatever. But there's still diversity. When you look at the next generation, season three to four, there's only, out of that friendship group, there's only one black person... There's only one minority. The rest of them are all white. And it's a bit sticky because this one black character, we'll zoom into him. His name is Thomas. He is an immigrant. I can't remember what country he's from in Africa, but like, I'm gonna annoy myself because I can't guess because that's just rude. But I know that. Yeah, whatever. So his kind of storyline is that he's an immigrant in the friendship group. That's tapped because he could be so much more than that. So you have his issues with like him being poor, living in bad housing and just his family and just like being immigrants And just racism. Like that's literally his storyline. When there could be so much more. Well there was so much more. Like his relationship with one of the cast. With one of the characters. And just. His opportunities. Like his scholarships and whatever. But it's still sticky because. It. It just 
there could be so much more. And I feel like there's just like a stereotype of like, if you have a majority white cast, the one minority is obviously going to be an immigrant or just someone who barely knows English. And that doesn't make any sense at all. Because they literally have so much more, there's so much more opportunity. That just doesn't sit well with my soul. So that's skins. We're going to move on to euphoria next. Because euphoria is just like skins. But more highly advanced. That show. Is a bit more diverse. It's not like set in the sense of. Oh it's just a group of friends. It's just people at school. Who are all kind of linked together in a way. Like they all have their issues. Um, I feel like. Half of the cast are just white characters. And then the other cast are just minorities. But what you see is just... There's no... Apart from... I think only one of them is just black. Like, you have cast members who are of black descent. Like, they're mixed race. But only one of them is black. Like, you don't see a dark-skinned character in like the main cast you probably do when you have like when there's like the parent or like a teacher or a therapist or someone else but it's just mainly light-skinned girls and just white people and just I want that diversity like you can't just have you can't just be like oh there's diversity there's diversity but there's no like range in black people it's just like light skin tone people like that doesn't it just doesn't sit well with my soul and the fact that like the two characters that are mixed race are like already famous and already kind of have a platform so like the rest of the cast who were white or just latina they were just um new up-and-coming actors like they weren't they probably had like one project already that wasn't even that well known or was being recorded then but like they didn't really have anything going on like I'm happy that they had um trans representation like that was cute and good but it's just I would have liked if there was more diversity like when it came to never have I ever even though they didn't have many dark skin characters in the main cast they had a few in um like the side like the teachers or like a therapist or something which is good but at the same time a dark skin character can't just be your teacher or your therapist it can be your friend too it can be oh my days i'm so stupid i'm saying it they can be your friend too like that what's going on like I love that show it had so much diversity but there could have been more and with these shows they have so much diversity but it could have been more and it's annoying because we're only getting like fed it's like the analogy of you're used to having very healthy non-sugary foods all your life but then the moment that you have 
flavoured water or lemonade. Something like low sugar. You're ecstatic over sugar and you're just obsessed. Like, that's how I feel when they do these shows with diversity, but they don't have a wider range of a diverse crew. Like, where's your dark-skinned girls and boys? Where is your colour? Like, what what's actually going on? That's how I feel, because there could be more. But because we're so used to there being, like, barely any, any representation, most of us are just eating it up and we're like, oh, yes, diversity, we stand. But there could literally be so much more. There was literally, like, a tangle in my hair and I was, like, trying to get it out. Like, it was really awful. I'm going to regret this. Um, Off topic, but I just haven't been looking after my hair. So, um, no growth. It's just, it's awful. But there's curls. So we move. I just wish I had long hair. Anyways, back to the main topic. They've just been spoon-feeding us, like, spoon-feeding. I said spoon-food. Ah! Spoon-feeding us a small amount. But it's just not fair. There needs to be more representation. And do you know what show there was representation that I really do, I really do recommend? Insecure. I'm I'm only just finished season two. But you have, like, the cast, the main cast, they're black. It's not, oh, light skins, light skins. It's a range in skin tone, guys. There's a range in skin tone, and I'm happy about it. And even the side characters, there's diversity there as well. And I love that, because you rarely see shows that have an all-black cast. And when they do, do you know what it is? There would just be, like, it would be set in, like, a setting where it's kind of bad to be like an all-black cast for instance like it kind of has like a negative undertone for instance top boy majority of the cast are black but like in the setting of top boy they're all like in the estates and with top boy like most of them are like in gangs drug dealing and it's kind of got that image of like oh you're black and you're drug dealing like no it's it's not always that there are white drug dealers like that's not cute like it's just like you when you have a black cast there should be good undertones like positive undertones as well like it's not always like pity pity oh black people are poor oh black people do crime like black people are from here there like there needs to be like oh black people can be rich black people can be having like really good paying jobs black people can be having degrees black people can be like happy and in stable relationships and whatever but with insecure it literally shows that like black people can have jobs and be doing whatever they want to be doing and there's no like oh 
they do crime. Oh, they do drugs. Like, no, it's not that. Like, there's just no negative undertones. And I think if you like skins, even though it's not like a mess like skins, like, it's just black adults navigating their way through life. Like, you see them doing things that they shouldn't be doing, making mistakes. But you also see stuff, like, for once, it wouldn't be centred around, like, their issues with police too much. Like, it's not centred around that. It will be, like, that would be, like, the side thing. Like, oh, you get pulled over by the police. Oh, like, racism within the workplace. Or I get underpaid because I'm black. Like, those are, like, small side things. But it's kind of just their lives. Like, they're not being defined by their skin tone. It's just black people living their lives and what they're going through. Like, literally, it could... If you were to do Insecure and you're like, okay, we don't want to have black people, it would... It would... I can't... I can't literally put into words what I'm saying. But, like, it could run. Obviously, I wouldn't like it because... um, lack of diversity but it can it can be applicable like whatever's going on in insecure can be applicable to everyone and it's relatable and that's why we like it and it's kind of real as well because you're supposed to have this um whole like oh my life is planned out when I'm 30 like it's contradicting that and it's kind of showing that you can be a real person and you can not have your life together and you can have problems and you can make mistakes like you don't have to be perfect and that's what I love about it and it plays really good music in the background of stuff like I really love Insecure there's moments where you laugh you cry I haven't cried yet but it's just it, it's very relatable. Like, I'm not even the cast's age, but I'm relating to their issues. Like, it's just amazing. Like, it's just incredible. And I think Issa Rae had, like, a whole black cast in her mind because there's shows like Skins and Euphoria, that show young adults, children, teenagers not having their lives together and being a mess and being selfish but they don't have the representation for it or do it like it's not fair and when they do have representation it has to be about like something that some people may not relate to or the the issue defines them like when I spoke about Thomas earlier in Skins being immigrant like, it's just, skinned, uh, it's just a mess. And so is euphoria as well. But, like, insecure is where you just have that realism with it. And I would highly recommend. I've been going off about it to all of my friends. And I've only started it two or three days ago. Because I'm trying to not binge it all at once even though I've binged two seasons already and I'm probably gonna finish it before Thursday but you know what we move we move
is amazing. We're going to move on. In between us, so, White Cast is set in an area where the school's mostly white. Like, the only time they had a black character was when the black character was a drug dealer. And they were like, what, what, are you thinking I'm a drug dealer because I'm black, black, black? Like, that's literally when they had a black character. And with these, like, comedies, they're supposed to represent Britain and British culture. And it's just like, are you done? Because they're so funny and just like, ha, 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 ha. But more time they're being like glorified by lad culture like just like yes 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 and just like mess mess us like no where was the diversity because it was funny but can I relate no where was the diversity I can't find it like where I'm actually confused and let me just go a bit off topic like well it's still on topic but like not in between us there's other shows where the main cast will be white and they will barely show black people and if they do they have racial humor oh it's just like it's just very tense like friends i love friends i can bang it out but where was the black characters and when they do have black characters in some shows they love to just bring out like the whole like oh they have racial issues or all like tension in the friend group and just like whatever and just oh like black people they were like we have problems like we face racism but sometimes it doesn't have to define the character like I know it's a part of their lives I mean it's good to bring it up as well but like it's just sticky because I feel like it just screams and shouts when it's like a whole white cast and then one black member like you could have like other characters having other issues as well maybe not to that degree but like sexism racism can be spoken up about ableism there's so many different issues but actually so many different issues yeah, so moving back to in between us, it just Pete. I remember um, there was oh my days, I can't remember the name, but I think it's Advocacy Academy or whatever that decided to do adverts where it would be TV shows where most of the cast would be black, and they did it for like in between us, Skins, Harry Potter. I really liked it. But then, like, one of my friends spoke up and was like, okay, but I don't think um, in between us would be realistic if it was black because most of the stuff that they do is just, like, white people things and, like, whatever. And it's just, like, you don't really know until you see it. Like, I think she, they were going along the lines of, like, some of the things that, the people did in, in between us. It's just embarrassing and lacked common sense. So it's kind of saying that like black people can't do embarrassing things and have 
black people can I'm gonna say cannot sorry I'm just going off on a really weird tangent and I'm not do you know when you use double negatives she's saying that the idea of black people not having common sense is absurd I'm gonna say that yeah it's just mad like it's I think she was on the lines of like you can't imagine it like can you but I want to see it be done because I think it could be there was another show on ITV that I want it to be overhyped it's called Time Wasters and I love it because it's a black cast finding a time machine and going back in time and when they go back in time it's funny and you also see racism and then it's just madness but they're able to kind of like blend in even though there's racism because they use it to the they use their race as an advantage like they can kind of move into that upper setting lifestyle and get away from it so for instance when jazz is trending one of the characters can play jazz instruments so they blend in and blur them it's just madness. It's kind of just light-hearted as well. Like, it doesn't really show the extreme extent of racism, especially in, like, in the 50s and 60s. But it was just madness. I say that a lot. It's just madness. It's a really good show. Like, there's only a few episodes, 20 to 25 minutes long. I remember I used to watch it during study in Sitzform, like it was really good, I really like that show, um, I mentioned Top Boy earlier, Top Boy is a show that I love, it does have colour representation, and we have to stand, but it's just like, the context of, you use, I mean it's kind of like a realistic standpoint, where in shows like Top Boy and Youngers, they used more black characters because it was filmed around, like, estates. And if you're thinking, like, how there's racism in housing and, like, money and all of that, like, majority of the people who live in estates are not rich or they're not white or they're just working. Like, it doesn't matter there will be diversity it's just yeah so like then with estates they then like in these shows had like gangs and drug drugs oh my gosh I can't speak English and then it kind of just puts that image of like black people doing selling drugs and whatever and just crime and whatever but the thing is it's annoying because it just shows that, like, oh, the only time when TV shows and films have a black cast, it's to do with, like, drugs and crime. But the thing is, Top Boy and Youngers shouldn't be the problem. The problem should be, like, if it, like, they represent the areas, like, the colour, like, the diversity and just, like, the backgrounds of these people represent the areas that they're in, like it's filmed in. The problem is 
the fact that like other shows don't have diversity they don't have enough black people so then it kind of just highlights the whole like black people drugs and image when it comes to top boy and youngers when really that's not the case it's not the case at all like you can have like black people in Riverdale you can have black people in skins and euphoria you just choose not to because you want to have diversity but you want to have the whitewashed version of it or just a small amount and that's not fair at all it's really not fair and it disgusts me because you really have black actors and actresses talking about how they when they audition for a role, they're not, like, auditioning against, like, all women. They're auditioning against each other. Like, black women are auditioning against each other because more time, if there was five roles for women in a show, more time, one of those roles would literally be described to be, like, a black person and the rest are described to be a white and that's not right like you shouldn't be just thinking like I want a blonde girl but then girly shows up to your audition with blonde 4C hair or blonde wig or blonde hair extensions like she got it like the blonde hair but like you didn't want that you just wanted blonde straight hair and blue eyes and it's not fair because you can have black people with the characteristics that you wanted but you chose to be racist and picky and it's just not fair that like black people have to work I'm not even gonna say twice as hard like 10 20 times harder than everyone else to get the role that they want and it's annoying because then they get told this and you don't no one wants to hear this, but it's reality, and it sucks, and that's why we need change because that's not fair and then with some black people who are light skin or mixed race, they're thinking, "Oh, like I worked hard for this role, but did I get this role because of how light?" my skin is or did I get it because like because like they needed one more diverse person or because I was just like the right washed version of like what they wanted I don't know like sorry I stopped making sense throughout like one of my sentences but it just gets them thinking of whether they got it because of how they looked rather than how they act so then a lot of people like to attack Yara Shahidi because she um played a black Jamaican character in The Sun is Also a Star when she is mixed race. Like the character was described to have falsy hair. I remember one of my friends was really annoyed about it. I could see why she was annoyed because like the character had like falsy Afro hair. And, like, Yara Shahidi, I think she has, like, 3C or 4A. Don't come for me, please. I don't know her, like, it to, like, extent. But, like, 
you basically got like a whitewashed already like famous Hollywood person to play like a black girl's role. The same with The Hate You Give because they had Amanda Stenberg. Stenberg? They had them play a role that was for a black girl. And like when I read the book, even though you have Amanda on the cover, I imagined Amanda because of um, the show. Not a show, like already seen the trailer, but also like I imagined someone to how the book described. And it's just not fair because why would you want to like take away a black girl or black boy's opportunity to then like replace it with like a like you describe them to be like dark skin or brown and you, you play like a lighter or mixed race person like it doesn't make sense it really doesn't like the author described she said that she imagined Amanda playing um her main character but if you imagined Amanda why didn't you just like make that character Amanda if that makes sense like it didn't make sense to me and it was kind of annoying it was kind of annoying because just like okay say if you didn't have Amanda but are you just gonna pick like a black person or are you gonna play pick a mixed race person like please make up your choice make up your mind because I feel like when it comes to um just black roles and Hollywood and all of that they look at the poster kind of light-skinned girls like they pick Zendaya or Amanda or Yara Shahidi or Stormy Reed or is it Storm Reed I don't know I keep on forgetting they just pick them because they're already famous and familiar but I want a fresh face I really do yet I don't get it I want it to be variation I want there to be people who are working hard for a role and then they get it that's on period I just I want representation I want to see my dark skinned girls because I'm I'm barely seeing any. Like, when I imagine Netflix and dark-skinned girls, I don't see many. I'm just seeing many dark-skinned boys. But also, let's go to Riverdale. Riverdale, cancelled. Hate that show. I used to love it back in the day, like, season one. Season two, Loki gave me nightmares. Like, I'd be scared to go home because I'd be like, the black hood, the black hood. But anyways, River Riverdale... Is based in like a small like fictional town and they really to be honest I, I feel like in real life this town wouldn't have many black people but they really could have added more black people in season one they had like the pussycat dolls or girls who were like these three black girls and there was like one main one whose mum was mayor of the town and they were a vibe one of them dated Archie like it was all good tell me why they then asked two of the girls the next season 
and you just have the one pussycat doll girl Josie who's by herself like you never hear about the rest of the pussycat dolls or girls I don't remember what it was I don't remember so I'm so sorry like you don't have the representation she the actress spoke up about this like recently like she was annoyed by it then this girl who was like main cast as well was getting underpaid compared to like her other white castmates and she was getting less screen time like are you stupid and then they added another um like a light skin girl and she was part of the main cast but they underpaid her and it's just like what are you doing like are you rude are you actually rude and that's 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 basically the black representation that we got we got one no one or i don't even know but we got like a few other minorities but that was it that's disgusting and imagine like they're getting paid like a lot of money as well but like others are getting underpaid there was no representation there was no one speaking up for them like are you rude it's just disgusting oh this is 40 minutes long Uh -uh. oh gosh (laughs) sorry but i'm always opposed to having long podcasts but you know what this one sits right with me this one sits right i loved it i think we're gonna kind of finish it up like i just want more representation and i hope with everything that's going on right now when like the whole pandemic is over and they start filming they're like yeah we need more black people we need more black people that will make me so happy it just make me so happy and just remember you guys please sign petitions i know everyone's like reclining and stopping now because the trend is over shut up there is no fucking trend this is like literally our lives but please keep on signing petitions keep on retweeting stuff so like people are heard please do so much make sure you educate yourself remember that i have an ins- <laughs> let me promote myself i have um an instagram account that's like just teaching little lessons about black history that nobody really knows about yeah i have that um there's more accounts that are educating people there's books do you know what the last week or two i don't read much but when i do i've been like learning so much and then i'm able to put it in my um whole like instagram thing and it just makes me so happy like learning about black history and then i see people that would mention the stuff that i taught them who follow my account and it makes me so happy like someone actually learned something because of me and that was really cute so please can you actually support my history account because i'm actually putting thought into it this isn't it's not like the podcast where I have made mistakes have started and just don't edit at all it's actually just me putting like my heart soul and energy into it so please it's called 
at emily's dot history oh my days i can't even remember it i'm so sorry <laughs> that's the reason why you shouldn't follow it i'm joking i'm joking please please follow it um yeah i'm just like learning so much and she do you know what the other the other day i was really angry i was really annoyed because i you really learn and know who your allies are and i was so like tempted to go and just record the podcast and be like at this person i know you hang out with this person who calls black people monkeys like at this person you're going starbucks when starbucks literally kicks out people who show support for black lives matter like you're trash um oh i'm still adding them by doing this but like not really adding them like if you feel like this is offending you then that's your own like that's your own just remember yeah you have one life do what makes you happy if you have an idea go do it don't let anything stop you I don't know why I'm being motivational speaker all of a sudden, but I love how I'm a motivational speaker right now, but I have no motivation, but somehow I'm motivated to do this podcast. Yes, we love it. We stand. Literally, one life, please choose your friends wisely. Please just do, because you could be thinking, I support black lives matter i support this like yes that's good but if you if you literally do like certain racist things that like mm, that like you can't really shout about like just no just recognize like please recognize the racism that you do like Oh, if you say the N word, please, no, stop. If you breathe incorrectly, please stop. Like, if you don't speak up for us, then don't, just silence yourself. I don't even know. Sorry, this is, this is just bad vibes energy now. It's just bad vibes energy. I'm going to stop. But at the end of the day, I think we should all be speaking up for black people and their rights because there's so much going on. The thing with the 19-year-old girl, I'm just going to say her name wrong. Let me literally go on my phone and see her name again so I remember it. We need to remember her name, guys, because she literally died unprotected and it's so sad and it's just like you can say black lives matter but if you're literally like letting them die then i don't think that's right black trans lives matter and black women's lives matter black disabled lives matter yeah her name is olawatoyin yeah literally what happened to her was so sad i'm so annoyed she was literally up my age and she was speaking up and she was changing her life and doing things for the better of people and for the better of herself and she needed help but no one actually listened 
and it's so sad and there's do you know what's annoying there's more cases of things happening like this but maybe because of like maybe they didn't have a phone or whatever like it's not really like found it's not really popular and it's just really sad and it's really awful and I think you you need to speak up for these things because I just find it annoying how the media doesn't speak up for it like when Madeleine McCann was trending mid Black Lives Matter like everything the media were going a frenzy and just speaking so loudly about it and some of my followers as well you want to be speaking up so much for Jeffrey Epstein and for Madeleine McCann but you do not want to be speaking up for for literally Black Lives Matter for Olawatoyin like are you stupid you must be you must be like you actually must be you must be stupid like please save the have the same energy have the same energy now before I even go more negative I'm just gonna stop this podcast I really hope you enjoyed it I'm very sorry that it's very long but I just hope that you enjoyed this episode Adiós.